You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Custom Inc. can help you recognize employees, show customer appreciation, and outfit your teams with your favorite products and brands customized with your logo. At custominc.com, you can easily make your mark on all sorts of products, including water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and so much more. Make Custom Inc. your go-to business partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. All backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to custominc.com to get started today. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, Carrie, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. All right, welcome to our mini episode all about our nostalgia for Christmas movies, especially the Christmas movies of our past. So, um, Spaz, I'm expecting at least three songs in the middle of this, so <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Probably not. It, it'll happen. So there are so many great Christmas movies, probably only like four Hanukkah movies. I can't name them. I don't even but, know which ones are, yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I was talking to another podcast that, uh, you know, they're – they're Jewish, and they're saying there's there's literally like nothing, and they feel left out every year. So that's that's just uh, that's just terrible. I honestly terrible. cannot think of like Hanukkah related movies. Eight crazy oh, nights. Crazy nights. Oh, okay. Well, Eight crazy nights. All right. Well, they they specifically said anything by Adam Sandler doesn't count because he's oh, yep, nothing then. <laughs> yep. He destroys destroys Hanukkah. But anyway, at least for us, let's talk about those movies that are really something special from our childhood. Um, I, I have a top three. I don't know if anyone else does, but um, I guess I could kick us off. Um, so my top three Christmas movies of all time. <laughs> Sorry. What? Uh, there's what? actually a Hanukkah. It's a horror movie. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, let me open it up here. I, am I need the plot too. It's a group of Jewish young adults are in a festival of frights. With the help of a rabbi, they deduce that they are being targeted because they have violated Ju- uh, Judaic law and that their only chance of survival is to embrace their faith. That is not. What's it called? Hanukkah. Oh. That's it. No. Not exciting. No. Mm. Apparently, there's a lot of like Hallmark related ones, by the way. Yeah. Ooh. Um, uh, mistletoe and menorahs, and uh, uh, apparently uh, little fuckers is yeah. Important. How about uh, Hitch for the Holidays, starring uh, Joey Lawrence? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Rugrats Hanukkah. Oh, full court oh, miracle. Disney's Yentl. full court miracle. Yentl, uh, Yentl on the roof. There's a lot. I don't know what these guys are talking about. Well, you know what? Okay, then I guess the we're just gonna go bust out some uh, some Hanukkah movies. But uh, my top three are not Hanukkah movies. Um, so number one, it's the Muppets Christmas Carol. That is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. 
Number two comes in at Home Alone, though that was ruined last year by Spaz. And <laughs> eat it hard. Uh, number you did, three. You ate everything. <laughs> he did. <laughs> uh, number three is Charlie Brown Christmas. Nice. It just those are my my three. Every year, I I feel like I got to watch at least one of those. So, um, that, that's it. So, uh, Dana. Yes. Do you have a top three or just your number one ultimate Christmas movie? I have two. Ooh. Oh yeah, That's I know it. what they are. I know you do because <laughs> I make you totally opposite sides of the spectrum. But let's go. Yes. So, um, my favorite Christmas movie—that's actually Christmas—that um, I will only watch in July is Rudolph. Right. The one from the fifties. Mm-hmm. You 60s. only watch it. You only watch it in July. Nineteen sixty-four. Yep. Oh. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I was a little off, but that's okay. That doesn't it's, matter. Yeah, it's our tradition every year to watch it in July. I don't know why, yeah. but this started in high school, I think. Okay. Yeah, it did. So I watched that in July, and then for actual Christmas, I watched Die Hard. So I am the messed up one of this group, probably, and I'll just own it. <laughs> Listen, there's, there's, there's nothing nothing messed up about that. I don't care what Bruce Willis says. Die Hard is a 100% a Christmas movie. It is. So is Lethal Weapon. Oh my god! Shut up! <laughs> god damn! Drop it! <laughs> Not dropping it. <laughs> but I mean, I personally have a collection of bumbles all throughout my house mm-hmm. in a bunch of stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I have no shame about this. So, if we're going I, on Christmas Christmas movies, though, that that's definitely my favorite. I totally knew exactly which two movies you were going to pick. <laughs> I, I, this shouldn't surprise me because nope. I'm pretty sure that you've been a part of uh, these traditions at yes. least a few times. Yep. <laughs> well, what about you, Carrie? Like Tim, my absolute favorite is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, it is my favorite. And whenever I want to get really nostalgic, that's like my go-to. My number two option, I am definitely going to be the only one in the group who says this one, and I'm totally fine with it, but screw you all, is Love Actually. I absolutely love that movie. There's nothing, Love Actually is a good movie. Carrie? Oh, love it. Carrie, that, that's, that was actually one of mine, too. <gasps> really? Oh, yes. for once, I'm not getting made fun of for just being a complete, like, basic B right now? No, I'm so no, happy. no. no and actually, I asked him if I could see that movie for the first time recently, so <gasps> no, you're not off. Oh, I love it's so good. Carrie, I love how you like assaulted us before you gave your pick. Right. <laughs> I was expecting this to be so much hate, and then it turns out all of you like it. So I don't even like it. Who are you guys? Like, what is what is happening right now? Normally, when I get like all like this is a chick flick, I feel like that that normally gets vetoed. I have many a chick flicks in my collection. Like, oh my there's good chick flicks. We're we're all soft and tender on the inside. I'm dead inside. <laughs> Uh, my number three is a toss-up i don't know i'm kind of like data where like those are definitely my top two but like i think just because of the age i appreciated the santa claus when i was a kid um Mm. though i also like tim allen yeah yes Yes. but for nostalgia purposes i'm gonna go with it's a wonderful life that's That's a solid flick Mm mm-hmm all right, Spaz, you already got one of yours revealed. What about uh, what about you? All right, so f- number one is Home Alone. Number, well, yeah, three is Love Actually, and two is White Christmas. 
Really? Yes. Absolutely. I love that movie. Man, when did that come out? Is that the name of it? What was that? Oh boy, here we go. Uh-oh. Sorry. That's the name of the song. I'm See the White Christmas. Christmas. It's uh yeah. Cause yeah. It was, uh, because it's also holiday in, so I don't know. Oh no, there it is. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. White Christmas, for sure. Is that a family is that a family tradition for you or is it a, uh, just a thing? Yeah, every uh Christmas uh Christmas Day we watch It's Wonderful Life, White Christmas, Holiday Inn. Call the day. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. That I mean, it's not a old tradition. It's quite re- relatively new because one Christmas, my mom was like, "Find these movies." And I was like, "Oh, shit. all right, <laughs> Done. okay, we got to pay for. I don't care. Let's watch them." I'm like, "All right, let's do it." And ever since then, those were the movies. And there's a I can't remember the other one. It's uh. But there's like four movies that we watched, so I guess I just can't remember the other one. Well, you'll have to tell us in a couple of weeks. What's in a couple of weeks? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> right. Well, Chris, uh, what about you? Do you have a Christmas tradition, or is it all Halloween for you? No, I have I have some uh, Christmas traditions. By the way, Carrie, another one to Chick Flick wise. Oh, the holiday is really good too. Yeah, it's definitely up there, but it's I mean, not as good as Love Actually. But yeah. yes, but yeah, the it's bells fun. of Saint Mary's—that's yeah. the name of it. That, oh wow! Okay. The holiday is a good movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it on my top list either. No, though. no, yeah. I just I just Christmas Chick Flick movie. Um, but anyways, as far as like top three for me, um. Die Hard is obviously in my list um, for um, Christmas movies. Tradition-wise, like growing up, um, my parents still usually watch this on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Um, I don't watch it as much anymore, but we used to watch um, A Christmas Carol, but specifically the George C. Scott one. Oh, yep. So good. Yep. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that, that was usually like their tradition, and I would watch it sometimes. Um my dad and I, for, for a long time, and my brother and stuff, um, and my mom, I mean, all of us pretty much, but like mostly like my dad and I, my brother and everything, we will watch Jingle All the Way um, as tradition. But as far as like top movies go, definitely Die Hard, Home Alone. And then it's kind of a tie, but Garfield has the edge. But I always watch, at least on my own, um, a Garfield Christmas. That's a good one, too. Um, it's tied usually with um, Charlie Brown Christmas, but I kind of like Garfield's Christmas a little bit more. You've always been a Garfield guy. Yeah. I I mean, growing up when like the ABC or CBS or whatever channels um, would actually play like Christmas cartoons and movies and stuff. I don't even know if they do anymore. Uh, Every once in a while, if you lucky and you catch it. Yeah. Yeah. I still do. I think Charlie Brown's still in rotation pretty, pretty well. Uh, Apple's. Bottom, so they allowed I think PBS to air it, but if you want to watch it, you gotta get the Apple app or whatever that thing is. Gotcha. But I just remember growing up, um, Charlie Brown Christmas was always played like in in the evening. Same with Garfield's Christmas, and so I kind of grew up, you know, watching that. I think they even would do like um, Looney Tunes Christmas and stuff. Oh yes. Um. And my dad, actually, if I remember correctly, I think we actually still have them. Uh, 
he recorded them on VHS for for nice for, for me as kids. And yeah, we saw them tucked away. I think I love a good Christmas special with with you know shows or something that you kind of yeah. grow oh, up absolutely. watching. I guess. Hearing for the... you bring up the Christmas special, though, Tim, is like literally like so triggering because you know exactly why I'm thinking that, and just hearing and I was those words. Oh, just about to say the Star Wars oh. <laughs> special. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot. Of, a couple people were reviewing that movie this oh, year, and boy, they, I, oh. I, I will not put us through that. Don't worry. Thank God. Um, I haven't even watched the whole thing of that, so and I yeah, will no. not. I've I will never not. watched any of it. So this is what I'm going to say, please, for the love of God, nobody ever, ever commission us to watch that movie. Please. I have one other other movie that I request to not be on that list. Oh. And I, I, I say this at, I know people are going to disagree with me most likely. Maybe not on our podcast, but definitely in the, the world. But I do not ever want to watch the overrated Christmas story movie. I will refuse. Oh, so true. I actually don't think I've ever wa- ever watched that all, all the Hate way through. I, I think I've seen like 10 minutes of it. It's so yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. It's it just is. so bad. It I was going to, I was going to bring that up because I, to me, there's, there's some scenes of it that are iconic. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's got good elements to it, but after seeing it so much and everyone making it so much bigger than it really is, is just, it's, 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 it assaults my my holiday cheer. Well, I mean, TBS for twenty four hours plays yep. it nonstop. It's like it's not that good of a movie. It's boring. I, mm-hmm. It's a exactly. boring movie. It is uh, one of my least favorite movies of all time. Like I said, I've never seen it all the way through. The little bit that I watched, I was like, "Yeah, no." You're lucky. Yeah, it's uh, I. I think I think I could go the rest of my life without watching it again, and I'll be happy. Absolutely. But um, the interesting thing is, uh, a Christmas Story two, which came out in 2012, was directed by Jingle All the Way's Brian Levant, who I'm going to announce in this episode. We have a lucky opportunity to actually secure an interview with the director of Jingle All the Way. And we will be recording that one shortly. But uh, yeah, he agreed to to jump on our show and talk jingle all the way, you know, nostalgia, collecting memorabilia, all sorts of fun stuff. So stay tuned for that one; it'll be fun. Um, he had a lot of he directed a lot of movies that I watched as a kid religiously, and I had no idea he was tied to them. Things like Problem Child Two, Beethoven, The Flintstones, obviously Jingle All the Way. Just there's a lot of movies, a lot of shows. So I'm excited to talk to him. It'll be a be a good listen to. So um, it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. From Child 2, I love that movie. Those man, I watched that great, so much. Those were great movies, man. Good old Beethoven. Was that with Charles Gro- Gorbin or Grobin mm-hmm. or whatever? Yeah. My brother watched that movie repeatedly. His record was six times in one day. Oh, wow. I mean, I didn't watch it that much, but I, yeah. I, crushed, <laughs> that, I crushed that movie back in the day, too. So you don't like it anymore because of how much you watched it, right? You know, the funny thing is, I bet like now that it's been like 20 years, I bet I could watch it again now. I love that movie. Yeah, it's I remember good. it being good until then. Bonnie <laughs> Hunt's in it. Yep. Plays the mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, I forgot about that. All right. Well, to uh, to bring this one towards the second half of this 
mini episode, which is expanding much longer than just a mini. Um, Kenny, our five-year-old friend, had requested that we take a look at How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and that's the 2000 edition with Jim Carrey. Um, Chris, are you the only one that has not seen it? Dana hasn't seen it. I know that. I have not seen it. I have seen parts of it. Carrie, have you seen it? I don't know if I've seen the whole thing all the way through, but I've definitely seen it. Okay. So, Spaz, just you and I, right? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So, (laughs) How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 2000. Uh, directed by Ron Howard, starring Jim Carrey, Jeffrey Tambor, and um, Taylor Momsen from The Pretty Reckless uh, as a child. Uh, this movie had a budget of $123 million and made $345 million in the box office and currently sits with an IMDb score of a 6.2. Um, it, uh, this is a masterclass in... The costumes, the pageantry. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yep, it's it's a a phenomenal looking movie. It, I'm I'm not surprised it won an Academy Award for you know for costumes and and, and art and things like that. It uh, it's crazy. I think with the I wrote this down somewhere. No, I didn't. But they this. Oh yeah, I did actually. <laughs> uh, no movie other than this has featured so many characters. Uh, in heavy makeup and costumes since the wizard of Oz. So since 1939 or whatever, um, this, this movie went over the top. Yes. There's a lot of CGI elements of it, but they went all out with the characters, the costumes, the prosthetics, the makeup. It's, it's a sight to behold. If if just from that perspective alone, it's awesome. And this movie totally shines with Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey and, and owning every single scene he's in. So if you're a fan of Jim Carrey, this uh, is a masterclass in his oh, yeah. ability as a comedic actor. Um, Spaz, you got a favorite favorite scene or anything about this movie? I mean, the favorite, yeah. So after the the festival thing, where uh, I don't even remember what it's called, but after he like was the king of the festival and he opened up his present, it was the Clippers. That entire scene that happened after that where he got down on the smallest car <laughs> and he just drove around the entire set. And at the end, when he ran into the fire, uh, <laughs> uh, shoot, oh my God, the, hy- the fire hydrant and the little car with a little bit of gas caused that big of an explosion. No, oh, yeah. That was course. fantastic. But no, I'm with you. Jim Carrey was his acting, everything, drama. He did a little bit of drama, but mostly it was funny. It was uh, it came all came out in this one. Absolutely, it was. Um, I don't know. It it's to me. It's it's almost. I to me. It's, I almost feel like it's Jim Carrey at his best because, yeah, he's wearing the prosthetics and the the costume, and he's, you know, it's it's you don't really see any part of his body really at all, but all the facial contortions oh. that he's known for it's, it's all comes through in this, in this mask he's wearing and, and all that. And he's just, he's perfect for this role. It's if he's not in a scene, it, the, the movie slows almost to a dead halt. Yes. So it's not, a, it's not really a lot of scenes that he's not in it though. So that's really nice. Right. And I mean, it, it being 20 years old, it still looks really good when you watch it. It's like, uh, 
the CGI, like it was not, what, what, what movie were we talking about? Where we were bitching about, Oh, it was Jurassic park. Yeah. It, it's not like that, but again, that was 93. This is only 2000. So everything was a little bit, yeah. better, but it still definitely looks good. It does. I mean, they, they built the entire who city. It's not like it was all CGI. Oh, yeah. Yes. There was some of it, but, um, they built the sets, they put the lights up, the ornaments, everything was very, you know, made. Yeah, Chris would have probably had a heart attack if he stepped on a set because it's so much Christmas. It sounds <laughs> sounds a lot, a lot, a lot of Christmas right there. And it was it done is. during the, uh, I think it came out in the summertime, I, spring or summer, I think. And for clarification for anyone listening, I have no qualm with Christmas. <laughs> My bitch is about everything turning into Christmas in the before stores, Halloween. in the radio, before Thanksgiving. The day after Halloween, I'm trying to get Halloween decorations or something, and I'm being slapped in the face by a Douglas fir that's being set up in the middle of Mire. Like, that's my problem. <laughs> Christmas is a feeling, Chris. I don't yeah. have feelings, <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> Carrie said it perfectly. That's my problem. I like Christmas. I, I like the Christmas, Christmas lights and stuff. All right. So oh, I haven't I haven't actually seen more than like five minutes of this movie, but um, just basically because our our kids do watch a lot of Grinch films, um, I feel like there's got to be quite a few because there's always a different version on. But um, from what I saw of it, it was actually pretty impressive. So I, I can definitely vouch for what you guys are saying, where the set looked really impressive and was really, really cool. I uh, I definitely can say that much. I, I can't say much about the movie itself because I haven't seen the whole thing. But at least from what I saw when I uh, walked in the room, it looked pretty interesting. So You're missing out, Dana. I've seen the original. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the original as well, and I am sure that I will see the full thing of this Jim Carrey one, whether I want to or not. You should, because it's a delightful movie. It's, it's actually really well done. Ron Howard did a great job with this movie. He did. and it, I mean, this this movie almost broke Jim Carrey. It was... Uh... It was over 92 days they were filming this, and every single day he spent two hours putting the suit on and applying makeup, and one hour taking it off every single day. Ooh. And the very first time he put everything on, it took eight and a half hours. And I mean, what I was I was trying to get some information, trying to validate some of the sources and stories that were being said, but um, I mean, Jim Carrey was losing his mind. Like there was there was days he'd go and just not show up on set for a couple days at a time you know, you know, dealing with his own personal issues and stuff like that. Um, the, they actually hired a CIA agent to come in and teach Jim Carrey how to relax and de-stress during very stressful situations, like how to basically accept torture and kind of be Zen about it. Uh, because he was just losing his mind with, with how much time it was taking to put everything on. And then plus he said being inside that costume was like being suffocated. Cause you're just, you know, wrapped up in this, you know, this tight suit and just, yeah. So he, I can't, I can't imagine doing that for 92 days straight. No, I'd, I'd lose my mind too, probably. Yeah. But you know, it made, it made for a good movie. It's, it's fun. It's a, it's a good holiday movie. I, you know, 
especially, okay. So if anyone has not seen this movie and you're a fan of Jim Carrey, just, just check it out. Even if you don't care for Christmas movies, this is just Jim Carrey really just honing in everything that made him, you know, the famous, you know, comedian that he is. He's, he ad libs a lot of his lines. He, he has a lot of fun with it where he can. And it's just, it's, it's a really good sight to behold. So check it out. And now for our own nostalgia purposes, I'd made just a quick couple questions of over under because it's been a long time. So buckle up. All right. I'm going to start with how many times is the word Grinch said in this movie? And it's, uh, I set that number at 70. (laughs) So we'll start with Chris. But I haven't seen it. Just guess, man. I know. You can be me for once. (laughs) (laughs) Over. All right. Spaz. I go under. And Carrie. Under. I'm going under too. And under. All right. Next question. How many times do we hear the word Christmas? And I said 80. So, Spaz, this time we'll start. I'll go under again. And Carrie? I'm going to go over. Dana? Over. And Chris? Under. And finally, how many minutes of this 104-minute movie are entirely CGI? And I'm asking, is it more or less than 36? And we'll start with Carrie. Under. Dana. Under. Chris. Under. And Spaz. I'll go over. Okie dokie. Thank you for humoring me. So, first question is how many times the word Grinch said it was actually under? Ha <laughs> It was 67. Ooh, close. close. And then how many times do we hear the word Christmas? Um, it was over. Um, I don't know how many times, but it was at least 90. Oh, jeez. They say it a lot. Uh, and then the last question, how many minutes are purely CGI? It is over. Yes. Wow. Oh, for three. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I win. There you go. Uh, Spaz Carry and Dana Tie. I don't have a tiebreaker. Deal with it. <laughs> it's Christmas. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Except for Chris, because he went over. Because I went over three. <laughs> In the movie. That's okay. But all right. Thanks for that. Uh, just, just wanted to touch on how the Grinch stole Christmas because Kenny wanted us to hit it. So there you go, Kenny. Um, I know that you enjoy the Grinch movies and I know our girls do too. So have a Merry Christmas and watch, have some more fun watching that movie and let us know what you think. It looks like December 25th, they're going to have a special on NBC live, how the Grinch stole Christmas. So there you go. Ooh, Ooh, cool. We will have to check that one out. All right. Fantastic. Well, Kenny, that one's for you. Merry Christmas. And we'll, Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) 
Uh, well, <laughs> there's that. I'm That's dreaming a of a white Christmas. There you go. There's what is that two? Was it? <laughs> well, we're just gonna stop it right there. Thanks. Merry Christmas, Kenny. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding warrant the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. With prices soaring at the pump, filling up can be stressful. That's why Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with your Discover It card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com rewards.